in case no one has ever told you this, I want you to hear it today. You matter. You matter. And I want you to take a few moments and allow that to sink in. The fact that you matter. God hears you. He loves you. And you matter. You know, for a long time in my life, I felt very insignificant because of the way people treated me. I connected my self-worth and my value to what other people said and what they thought about me instead of what God thinks about me and what he thought about me. And when you put yourself in a position to try to fit, to feel like you have to uh, 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 prove yourself to people who are not even worth your time, but to prove yourself to people or try to convince unhappy people, unloving people that you are worthy to be loved, that you are worthy to spend time with them, that you are, you know, you matter. You know, sometimes when we put ourselves in a position where we have to seek the approval and validation from other people, we set ourselves up for failure and disappointment. Don't you know that there are people who have been trying to, to win people over and to and, and, and to get the approval of people that don't even know who God is, that don't even love themselves. And you're trying to probably convince those very same people to love you and that you are worthy when it is a privilege for those people to be surrounded by all the love and goodness and gifts and talents that God has has anointed and appointed and assigned you with and for. Such a time as this. You know, the interesting thing that I learned about haters. And we're going to talk about haters because I, did, I never wanted to accept that there are haters. And believe it or not, it doesn't matter how good, great, nice, friendly, kind, peaceful, pleasant, loving you are. Everybody at some point in time, point in time in their lives will have haters. But let me explain to you the giftedness in haters and having haters. One thing that my haters allowed me to do by rejecting me, because that's what haters do. Haters, they have something to say about everything about you. And it doesn't matter who they are. It doesn't matter what their titles are. It doesn't matter how much history you have with them. It doesn't matter if you have blood ties with them or not. Haters will always hate and have something negative to say about what you're doing and who you are. Because in the eyes of haters, all they know how to do is hate on you. See, the interesting thing about haters is that if you if you're if you're wise, you're able to kind of make sense of why they hate on you. I want you to. Take inventory 
and I'm getting a little tongue tied here. Just bear with me a little bit. I'll slow down and quiet down a little bit. But the thing about haters is that most of the time you already know why they are hating on you. In fact, you may even be talking to a hater right now, seeking advice from a hater that has camouflage themselves so well in your camp that because they are sitting on the bench with you, you think that you both are playing for the same team and that's team you and they are not. But the thing about haters, they can teach you something if you really pay attention to them. One of the haters, one of the things that haters can do is by rejecting you, they can propel you into the direction that you really need to go into. Because one of the things I have always been able to do in isolation is to get in touch with my creativity. You know, sometimes you can get so distracted and and, and busy trying to entertain people that really don't like you in the first place. They like what you have to give. They like your talents. They like what you have again to offer them, but they don't like you because you are the bearer of the gifts that they feel they either want or that they feel entitled to. There are people that feel entitled to you, but think that they can treat you any way that they want and still be blessed. So this message is for those of you who may be going through this. I want you to know that you matter and you don't have to accept the unacceptable to be accepted by people who are haters. You know, one of the things that I realized from my haters is what my true gifts really were. I've been singing probably since I was maybe, maybe nine years old. And then when I attended middle school, I really had this love and passion for Whitney Houston songs. And according to my classmates, some of them and my friends, especially my best friend, she always thought that I had this voice of an angel. And She helped me foster and cultivate that gift that God had given me long before I actually realized that he had given me that gift. But soon after I learned that he had not only given me the gift to sing, but God had touched me in such a way to where I had a way of communicating and conveying conveying my thoughts And motivating and inspiring people in ways that I know only God was capable of doing. And he had given that gift to me and he entrusted this gift to me. And, you know, the interesting thing about having gifts entrusted to you as a believer, when you come into the knowing and you're able to recognize that the gifts that God give you and he entrusts you with, they are not just for you to hold on to and use for yourself or to build yourself up or to create wealth for yourself. 
We have a responsibility to take the gifts, the talents, the skills, the education that we are able to acquire that God entrusts us with. We are to take that and use it to build up God's kingdom. I have always had a heart for people. For as long as I can remember, I would always wonder why I cared about people so much when I saw that the opposite was shown to me. There were people who could treat me poorly, but my heart couldn't stand to see them suffer when I would see God allowing that that uh, 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 that reaping season to happen. Because for those of you who may not have experienced it yet, whenever your haters or people try to come up against you and defame your character or try to stop you from doing what God has designed you to do and entrusted you to do, they have to pay for that. And sometimes God will allow you to look upon your enemies and your haters as they go through that season of reaping. And you know, the interesting thing about watching your haters and watching your enemies reap double what they have sown is, is understanding that even though, Hey, they did this to me, I feel empathy and compassion watching them suffer. And I can remember times when I have even gone to God and said, you know what, Lord, I know I prayed about this person doing this and doing that, but Lord, please have mercy on them. But, you know, I'll tell you one thing that I have learned about God. He is the great vindicator. And there is no justice like the justice that God gives his children. We see it time and time again. And if you haven't seen it, like the older people say, just keep on living. You matter. I don't care what your family said about you when you were growing up. It's amazing to me the things that people will say to children when they don't have the protection and covering of a mother and father. And it would it would probably surprise you to know what people say to children when they don't have or they think they don't have anybody. And let me tell you, ladies, something that are, that are listening to this. Just because a child has a negligent mother and father or absent mother and or father. Be very careful because God is the replacement. Do you understand? Just because a child does not have the world's definition of the ideal family. Please know That God created that child. God created you and anything and anybody that may try to come up against you. This is how much you matter. God will deal with them. So you make sure, ladies, that you are not on the other side. That you are not the person that's hating on somebody else. You know, one thing I've learned about people who hate on other people, they have a lack of faith. And and I really believe that they spend very little time with God. 
You know, if you start really being technical and logistical about measuring how much time, if, if there was a barometer of 24 hours in a day to measure how much time we actually spend with God, how many of us would be ashamed if that was exposed or displayed? And that's what happens when you find people who are haters. Most of the time, they're not spending time with God on a regular basis. They're not praying and they don't have the faith that the same God that's blessing their sister with good news or that brother with good news is the same God that has the power to bless you. And I want you to remember that that's how much you matter. You matter so much that God sent his son, his only son, Jesus, to the cross to die so that you can have a chance of eternal life. That's how much you matter. So when you find yourself swimming in the sea of self-pity or you find yourself being jabbed time and time again by the haters, by the sharks, by the alligators, that's what I like to call haters. Sometimes you're going to always have the haters and the alligators. When, when you find yourself being attacked by these entities, please know that you don't have to fear. You do not have to be afraid. You matter so much. The Bible says that the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. You matter, my sister. And it doesn't matter how you may allow another person to make you feel because nobody can make you feel anything unless you allow them to. Unless you give them the power and, and, and permission to do that to you, to make you feel you control how you feel. It's a choice. I had to learn that. Because you can have all kind of ignorant people coming your way, doing stupid, silly, crazy things. And if you internalize it. And you take it personal, you'll end up hiding in a corner somewhere, rocking back and forth uh, 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 like uh, Sophia did in the color purple. All my life I had to fight. That's how you'll feel if you allow what your haters say and do to infect your identity, to infect your self-esteem, to infect your self-confidence. You know, I've heard women say to me, you think you're all that. And I've heard it said about me. Yes, I do. I, I, I matter so much that God sent his son Jesus to die for me. And that's a big deal to me. It may not be to you, but it is to me. So I'm going to thank God every day that I'm able to open my eyes and breathe air. I'm not going to complain because I'm grateful for the opportunity to still talk to you on this podcast. I'm grateful for the opportunity to be able to get out of my bed myself and dress myself 
and feed myself. Because there are people who were able to do that last year. That's not able to do that this year. You matter. You matter so much that God stopped and woke you up this morning. You matter so much that God still blesses you when you mess up. It's his grace, y'all, and his mercy. You matter. Don't allow the way people treat you, the way they lie on you, the way they try to entrap you, the way do not allow your haters to make you feel insignificant because they are disconnected and sedated in their lives and sometimes playing church. Ladies, I can't say this enough. You matter. And even though you may feel like you're going to God every day and you're praying for that particular situation in your life to change, you're praying for God to come through for a ble- to, uh, come through with a blessing for you. And you feel like he may not be doing anything and that he's not listening. But God hears you, honey. And his timing, God's timing is not ours. I never thought that I would be doing what I'm doing now. But I thank God for the opportunity to be able to do it because I know that God is going to use this to help somebody. Because when you do things the right way, and when I say the right way, when you do things with a sincere heart, when you use your gifts that God has given you and entrusted you with to glorify him, to exalt the kingdom of God, you, you will be blessed. You will always be okay. That's how much you matter to God. You matter to God so much that he will leave 99 sheep to come looking for you. How many of us will do that? Some of us won't even wait for people to get in the car to go to church in the same car with us on Sunday. Aren't you so glad that God is not like man and that his ways are not like our ways? So, ladies, remember. You matter that 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 husband that may be talking down to you. Trying to so-called put you in a place or trying to marginalize the efforts that you make. The sacrifices that you make for your family and your household. The things that that man may be doing to you, that husband, if he's engaging in infidelity, disrespectful. You're hearing people gossiping all over town. Don't you worry because you matter so much to God that God will deal with him. And he will deal with that person, whether it's that husband, whether it's that colleague, whether it's that family member, whether it's a stranger. God will deal with people the best way possible. So don't you worry about trying to get back at people. Don't fight with them. Don't act silly with them. Don't cut up with them because God can get people back better than you can. And he'll get them back so good that you'll do like I did. Lord, please have mercy. Disregard that prayer. Scratch that prayer I prayed. But justice is up to God. Nobody can render justice to us like Jesus. 
Christ. You matter. And, and you don't depreciate in your value as you get older. You don't stop mattering to God just because you can't work in ministry like you used to. That's why you need to do what you can now, ladies, while you have the energy and the time. Don't wait because tomorrow is not promised to you. Next year is not promised. There are people who thought they would be here this year that's gone already. You matter to God. 